Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Well, good evening and welcome to Fearless Generations. We're so excited to be here with you this evening. It's been a beautiful, warm day here in California, and we're looking forward to a wonderful evening. We have a special coach with us tonight, but first I'd like to introduce my co-host, Kelly Fox. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. Thank you. So happy to be together with you. It's been Always. so long since I've seen you this morning, as a matter I know. of fact. <laughs> we had a great business meeting this morning, and and I just love working with Kelly, and not just because she's my daughter, but because she's an amazing woman, and I learn from her every day. So we're happy Aww. to welcome. <laughs> we're happy to welcome Sarah with us. Sarah Hart with us tonight. She is also an amazing lady, and so Sarah, welcome. Thank you very much, Terry. I'm happy to be and here. And we would. Oh, we're so happy you're here with us. And I would like for you to introduce yourself a bit and tell us about whom you work with and what your passion and purpose is in the world of coaching. Oh, thank you. Um, My passion and purpose in the world of coaching is working with women who are over 55 or close. I mean, it can be 48, 50, 55. Um, to help them discover what will really light them up and keep them going strong for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And so I um, get a lot of satisfaction and energy from working with women who um, aren't satisfied to take on the role that our society tends to put on older women. Um, that's not what we want anymore. And so no. I love I love working with women so they can find that spark. Um, and yeah, keep absolutely. Going and make yeah, I love contribution. it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Thank it's uh, it's such an interesting um, population to work with. Um, I I fit into that category quite well, and. Uh, you know, I consider myself just beginning the third act of my life, you know, and how exciting. The third act is the the most uh, looked for and anticipated part of a play, right? You're bringing the whole yeah. thing together and, and bringing it yeah. into perspective and and reflecting and, and moving forward. So I, I think that our topic for this evening, uh, we're working this month on the step of intention, and how intention plays a part as we navigate our, you know, our circumstances. And certainly as we mature, it brings us opportunities to um, set intentions and to really understand and have some perspective as we move forward because we have that, that experience to draw upon. So when you think about intention and living intentionally, um, how do you help uh, the women that you work with 
to see how important that is in their their forward movement. I think one of the first things that's important to do is to help women understand that um, since the you know since the beginning of the 1900s, we've gained 30 years of life, and so that's an entire adult lifetime we've gained. Mm-hmm. So when we're 50, 55, we can easily assume we will live an additional 30, 40 years. And if we stay healthy, we can be very active and engaged in contributing. And so um, I want to help women understand that they're not winding down, that um, it's a continuation. And I, from what you just said, Terry, I absolutely agree. I think that uh, as compared with sometimes how we're portrayed, we don't get less and less and worse and worse as we get older. We get better um, because we have all of the skills and wisdom and experience of, of our lives. And many of us are at a point when we're just that much more comfortable with who we are and that much less concerned about what other people think. Uh-huh. Really, we're, we're at a point where we can um, really think about, you know, what 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 is the major contribution at this point in my life going forward I would like to make? And just make that really strong intention that that's what I'm going to do. That's uh-huh. it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Kelly, um, you were talking about how... Uh, doubt decreases as you mature as well. Why don't you go a little bit into that for us? Well, I think as we are intentional with our choices and we we see ourselves staying committed, we see ourselves working towards those goals and those dreams that we have for ourselves, we see ourselves living that life that we want to be living our self-doubt is going to decrease. We're going to trust ourselves more. We're going to believe in ourselves more. We're going to believe that what we want for ourselves is more possible. And that 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 doubt that we have, that um, imposter syndrome or whatever you may call it, is going to decrease. It's going to go away because our confidence is going to grow and we're going to we're going to um, believe that we can live an intentional life. Mhm. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. I really agree with you, Kelly. I think um, I a couple years ago had a radio show that I interviewed over fifty women who were over fifty or fifty-five, and almost to a woman when I asked. Um, are you are are you aware of getting older? Many, 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 many of them said, "Well, physically, yes." <laughs> but other than that, I feel better than I have ever felt. I feel more alive, more full of purpose, more of who I really am meant to be. And so, I think that um, what you said, Kelly, I think the self doubt really wanes as we get older. Uh, and we just uh, 
if, if, if we set our minds to it, and it doesn't necessarily happen automatically. But, um, yeah, we can, we can live our most, our most intentional life and make the most contribution, perhaps, of, at any other point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, yeah. When you um, how when you people are attracted to to come into your programs and to work with you, um, do you find that there's a certain um, confidence in in the women that come to you? Or do you ever find women that are just really searching for ways to develop that intentional focus or to have that? clarity and that purpose. Is that part of what you you uh, offer to women as well? Yeah. Um, many of the women who come um, are looking for something. And mm-hmm. they, they, they know they're not done, quote, unquote. Um, and so that is uh, a, a lot of women who come are, are feeling that. There are some women who... Um, have been basically and largely homemakers their whole lives and mm-hmm. are at a point now that you know they they want they want to do something more they want to you know the their children have gone grown and gone and they may come back but at least at one point they went <laughs> um, <laughs> and um and with that, with that group of women, it's really important. I get, I get so angry at our society when I'm speaking to some of these women because, having lived a life of taking care of homes and finances and calendars and and committees and boards and on and on and on, at this point in their life, they feel they don't have any skills, and that is so annoying. Mm-hmm. That that they have been taught to see themselves that way. So with that group of women, it really is helping them understand the amazing amount of skill they've developed and and what they have to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I so I can relate to that. Most of my life, I've been a um, stay-at-home mom or homemaker, I think is what you said. And uh, when I think about, well, what would I do if I had to go out into the nine-to-five type workforce, what skill levels do I have? And according to, um, you know, any type of job I would go for, I don't have many. And they don't like the fact that I haven't worked for a really long time out in the workforce. <laughs> yep. yep. So it's frustrating, you know. Um, luckily, I have coaching skills. So um, yes. I, can, I can do what I love and with my coaching skills. But if um, if you haven't got any training like that, you know, it's, well, what do I want to do, and how can I use what I know? You know, I think, and I think that's one of the reasons, Kelly, why so many women um, become entrepreneurs and start their own mm-hmm. businesses of one kind or another. Because mm-hmm. um, if 
if I can't, if I have all this skills and experience and wisdom, and I can't get anybody to hire me because they don't see any of that, then by golly, I'm just going to do it myself. Um, yeah. And I and and there's a huge um, explosion of women entrepreneurs, and I think that that's part of the reason that we we know what we can do, um, but but we are consistently denied a, a place at the table in regular quote unquote regular work uh, to the loss of the companies involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. uh, I was, uh, you know, in the field of education for 40 years. And when I came out of that uh, and I retired, I knew I didn't want to not do anything. And yet, uh, you know, so I could, I think I do what a lot of people do when they retire. I got an insurance license. I got a real estate license. You know, I just <laughs> wanted to, to figure out what, what I might do, I I worked with a financial planning company, and and then, um, but I, none of that really touched my soul, you know, in terms of what I wanted to do. And it wasn't until I came upon uh, the concept of being a coach and a consultant and leader, which was totally running, you know, starting my own business and using the the knowledge that I I had from all the years of experience. Uh, working in the school system and then, you know, being a, a mom of five and and just the experiences that I'd had. And I, I too, find that opportunity much more available now than it was when, when my mother, uh, you know, retired from teaching. There weren't a lot of choices. In fact, when I tell my, my kids when I went to high school, really – about the only opportunities a, a woman had going out into the world was to be a nurse or to be a teacher. Okay. And that, that was about it. That was about it, you know. And yep. uh, how now my girls have had so many more opportunities. And Kelly was my, my youngest who decided to, you know, she wanted to be a mom and, and to be a stay-at-home mom with her kids. And yet she has developed her own business, and she's just um, really blossomed in that environment of women that support one another, network together, build each other up, and it's probably the best, um, like like kind of like a petri dish where people can really develop uh, more so than going to college or working in a in a a typical professional um, environment where it's less supportive and more like I want to get ahead, whether you get ahead or not kind of thing. I just, I love that. In fact, that's how we met Sarah was uh, being in organizations and groups where women are supporting one another and encouraging one another, uh, no matter what your age, no matter what your, you know, your, your ethnicity or whatever, we're there to support each other. And I think that, Sarah, and you can uh, agree with me or not, is something that's only occurred in the last probably 30 years or 20, even 20 years. Oh, I absolutely agree with you, Terry. I mean, I, when you were just talking about all of that, I thought of my mother who um, 
uh, against all odds, finished four years of college and became a teacher. But the, mm-hmm. the minute she got married, she had to quit teaching because you weren't allowed to be married and be a teacher at that point. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, so she had to stop doing that. And so she would look around for, for jobs where she could make some. She always talked about having some of her own money. Um, and my father, you know, didn't not give her money, but she wanted some of her own money. And that's what she had done when she first got out of college. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, during the time my sister and I were growing up, she always had some kind of very part-time work, no matter what it was. It was some something. And then when we, my sister was uh, in high school and I was in junior high school, my mother went back to teaching. Um, and so she was, she was able to do that. Um, but uh, for other than that, for women during the time in her lifetime, there there weren't a lot of opportunities. I mean, it uh-uh. just it just wasn't it wasn't there. Um, and you were you're right. You were a teacher or you were a nurse. And women that I knew who worked, and I didn't know many women who did work, but women I know who worked were teachers, um, and that is, that's a, that's a huge change uh, yeah. of what is yeah. available to us. And I, I really agree with you. I think we're forging our own um, way of being professional in the world. That, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I left corporate, the corporate world after many, many years, and I just had enough. And... I think that women, I work with women who feel that way. You know, I've just, I've Mm -hmm. I've had it. I just don't want to, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to do it this way anymore. And that is, that is when we all find each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And build a very different environment for work. Yeah. And I think the, uh, by being intentional and, and really focusing and having clarity around what it is you want. And then in Fearless Living, we talk about intentional living, and then we talk a lot about actually a tool where we, we write intentions. And probably the, the most important components of those intentions that we write, like we, Kelly and I have a year-long class that we work with women, and we have them write an intention for the class. I have an overarching intention for my life, and I also write daily intentions that help me to keep focused on what it is that I want to accomplish. And so those intentions start out with the phrase, today I am willing to practice, which uh, then gets you focused on the process rather than the results. And within the intention, I, I want to take action. So what I'm willing to practice that day and what in, within that intention will motivate me and it will be positively proactive. And so we teach our clients and the people we work with to have this structure that allows them to be proactive, be positive, focus on the process and their willingness to practice that thing they want to accomplish, that and then build goals underneath that intention that will allow them to get to that 
to get to that place. And that's been one of the things that we practice that has really helped me to have clarity in what I do on a daily basis. And the three principles that we apply underneath the foundation of that is, first of all, to have compassion for ourselves and be kind to ourselves, yet be honest with ourselves so that we're realistic and have honesty as a component of that practice, and then take then have personal responsibility. But if we don't kind of temper that with this umbrella of compassion, we can beat ourselves up and uh, have that negative self-talk. So it's really focused on positivity. Uh, we hear that from one of our mentors that we all share, uh, positivo <laughs> um, and proactive. <laughs> and process-oriented and motivational. So when we talk about intentional living, that's a way of being. And then we also practice, which is writing and uh, focusing on intentions that we, you know, we can put up on our mirror if we want to, or we can memorize them so that it gets into our, just you know, gets into our DNA to where we really understand why we practice and why we're willing to practice that action that will motivate us to to reach our to reach that person that we were meant to be, you know, that intentional being by having intentions. So it's kind of a, a play on words, but it's it's really very very effective to uh, for me to write those intentions every every day, and then at the end of the day, kind of go back and write my gratitudes and my acknowledgments for how well I was able to stay intentional, stay focused, but always covering that with the umbrella of compassion and kindness for myself and uh, not oh, beating myself up. I love it. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that uh, we, as women, we are very prone to, um, get into the shoulds. You know, I should do this and mm, I should do that yeah. and I should do this and I should do that and and uh, end up feeling pretty lousy about ourselves. But I really, I like the positive of that. And I really like all of them, that intention because I think that um, if that women coming out of the workforce or coming out of um, a home with a, with a lot of responsibilities um, we may not have had to spend very much time thinking for ourselves about what is it that I want to accomplish, because mm-hmm. it was all sort of it was all sort of outlined for us, you know. And so um, that's really I really like that. That's really good. Yeah, we we just uh, really appreciate that whole concept of rather than being in the land of shoulds and have tos, which we call expectations. Uh, the anecdote to that is intention, where it is, I want to, I can, I will, and I'm willing to practice. You know, I'm willing to practice that rather than I have to do that. It just, it, it creates this visceral response in your body, right? When you say, I should, I have to, it's kind of like my whole heart tightens up. And when I say, I'm willing to practice that because I want that in my life, it just is like my whole body just kind of relaxes. And I give myself that permission to practice that process 
and and really with no attachment to knowing what the results are going to be because they could be better than what I had expected, right? If I'm right. just uh, yeah. living in the present, you know, and practicing uh, that intention. So anyway, Kelly, anything else you want to say because we're kind of almost out of time here. So what do you want to add to that, honey? Well, um, tonight the the focus of intention is on self-doubt decreases. And so I just want to encourage our listeners to continue practicing those intentions that they've set for themselves, continue practicing living the way that they want to live, showing up in their, in their world the way they want to show up, and the self-doubt will decrease. Um, and like Sarah mm-hmm. said, it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen as they become more consistent with living uh, according to their intentions. Absolutely. So, Sarah, we, before we run out of time, we'd like you to tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and if you have any special um, things coming up that they might be able to participate in how they can uh, connect with you. So why don't you give us that information? And also if you'd post it on our um, page as well, that would be really nice so they can get a hold of you. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Um, well, my uh, my email is Sarah Hart, S-A-R-A-H-A-R-T, at heartcom, H-A-R-T-C-O-M, dot com. So the name of my company actually is Heartcom. And I named it before the dot-com era, so it became heartcom.com. So it's a lot of, of words. Um, I, am, I am just getting ready to launch a membership community. Um, so if anybody um, would like to know more about that, I would love to explain more about it. And um, you can go to my website. Um, you can send me an email, um, and I'll put it in. Uh, Kelly and uh, Terry's Facebook page, so that you can get in touch with me because it's um, my my movement is called Prime Spark, and it's designed for women over 55 to find that spark in the prime of their lives. And so, I would love for you. I love to, that. Yeah. Um, talk to That's me. That's so positive. That, so. Yeah. Yep. It's so positive when we talk about being intentional. It's just it's so positive to think that. You know, you are in your prime and you can be that spark that not only lights your light, but lights the light of anyone coming in in contact with you. So we appreciate so much you being, yeah, being with us. And we encourage any of you that that would like to know more about this to contact Sarah. She's um, very wise and very compassionate. And I know you'll you'll appreciate uh, participating and learning from her. And then, Kelly, can I just get you to uh, kind of tell a little bit about Fearless Generations and how they can get a hold of us? Sure. Yes. You can always uh, get a hold of Terry and I on Facebook. Um, our Facebook page is Fearless Generations. Our Facebook group is Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. Um, I know it's a little bit of a mouthful, uh, though you can find us there as well as everything we've got going on, or you can check out the website, which is fearlessgenerations.org. 
And we would love to hear from you. Um, if you subscribe to the newsletter on the website, you will get one once a month at the beginning of the month. And it has all the goodies there as well. And we do introduce the steps each month in the newsletter. So you'll get even more information that way as well. Thank you, Kelly. And we just want to remind you that um, this, the 12 Steps of Freedom are were created by the CEO of Fearless Living, who is Rhonda Britton. And you can find out more about her at rondabritton.org and fearlessliving.org. There's lots of information, lots of um, opportunities to expand your life uh, journey around freedom and to expel fear. So, again, Sarah, we want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. You brought massive value to our, to our listeners and to us. And we look forward to connecting with you more and encourage all of our listeners to please connect with Sarah and take advantage of uh, the work that she has and the um, coaching that she has available. I'm excited about your new membership program and wish you the best of success with that. Thank you, Kelly. And, and thank, thank yeah. you, Kelly. This, this was delightful. Yeah, I love the work that I Love the work you two are doing, so thank you very much. Oh, well, thank you so thank much. You. And we just want you, all of you to, uh, to remember to practice intentional living. The more you are clear about your intentions, the less you'll doubt yourself. And remember, until we talk to you next week, to be fearless. So thank you, be and fearless. we'll see you in a week. Okay, good night. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.